Right. I'm sure you guys are wondering, what did I just turn? Like, who, who, what am I listening to? This right. is the truth serum, okay? We are here to deliver conversation between grown men and grown women on topics that are typically swept under the rug or we just overlook them. You know, it's like, whatever. Um, you know how you got the locker room? Men, you know, you guys have a little discussion in it, a little powwow in the locker room or in the nail salon. And ladies, we got a little chit-chat going on. Well, consider this show the lobby to both of those. Tonight's discussion is going to be based on dealing with past relationship residue. And tonight, mm-hmm. our guests, we have Sean Sinclair and Angela Rowley. I hope I'm saying her last name wrong. If I'm... I feel so bad if I'm not, but okay. If you guys have something to say, whether it's a question, whether it's a comment, we would love to hear from you. So just give us a call, 515-602-9647. Tasha, formerly known as whatever. Yeah, no, what's, yeah. What's the phone number? 515 <laughs> Nine six four seven, and we'd love to hear from you. Yes, and when we see you in the queue, once we get a minute, we're going to actually just bring you on live. So be prepared with whatever it is that you intend to do. We're going to just go live with you. So that's just how we do. Expect the unexpected. Now, yeah, if Always. you'd like to advertise on um, the Truth Serum or any of the other shows. For he said what, what you want to do is send an email to ads at simplybree.com. Make sure you follow us both on Instagram. You can find me at underscore simplybree underscore and other person. <laughs> Swiggly sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Right. You can find me at. Instagram or on Instagram at no, the word no, underscore, the number one, underscore, uno, short for you know. So no one you know. Just like what I'm trying to change my name to. No one you know. Swiggly fine. <laughs> I'm not saying that whole thing every intro. Like, I just, no. Okay, no. Sorry. We, we okay, got to okay. talk about that. Um, Also, make sure you guys follow our um, network Instagram, which is He Said What Radio. Download the past episodes and also go to the website, simplybreed.com, to find out more information about how you can actually become a part of the show. Don't forget, every Wednesday from 8 p.m. till 9.30 Eastern Standard Time, we will have a new show with a new topic. Now, let's get into it. Yes. Our first the nitty gritty. Yes, mm-hmm. is Mr. Sean <laughs> Sinclair. You like that, right? You like that? Yeah, right. Sean Sinclair. Sean, good evening. Welcome to the show. Good evening, ladies. Sean. How are you? We're like throwing Being stuff on the stage. Right. Welcome. Welcome. Sean. Where are, hey, we what are y'all ladies doing on the stage? Whoa, well. Well, since you asked. Um, yeah, 
no, welcome. Welcome to the show. We are so excited to have you. And this topic, oh, this topic can go in all types of directions. I thought oh, about it today goodness. when I was writing my questions. So, yes, love. I'm, I'm just ready. But first, before we even get into that, Sean, have you ever been in a relationship that came with baggage? Absolutely. I think um, mm-hmm. I think all relationships come with baggage. Some of them are uh, duffel bags. Some of them are, you know what I'm saying? Because at, at the end of the day, yeah, it's all about what kind of baggage you carry and how you're carrying it. Are you true for yourself say, or are you trying to put on the next person? I was going to say, can we just have some Louis Vuitton bags or something? You said a duffel uh, bag. A duffel bag. Seems like, like I'm on my way to the military or issue. Something. <laughs> right, that's what I said. It seemed like I'm on my way to war or something. Like, stuff back. <laughs> that's why I used that analogy. Oh, okay, man. Okay. That's, that's really good. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I guess I'll, I'll go into the first question because, like I said, this topic can go in so many different directions. So, mm-hmm. um, when people mention someone having baggage, why do you think the first source of baggage people automatically assume is from another relationship? Right. Because a lot of times it is. Mm-hmm. You know, in relationships, we have to get to the root cause analysis, right? Mm-hmm. And relationships mm-hmm. aren't just necessarily romantic. We could talk about something that's going far back as your childhood. You know, those relationships, mm-hmm. any interaction between two people is a relationship, right? Right. And right. I'm going to tell you, the older I get, man, the more I realize, like, America is a really cold place. And Tupac said that America eats its babies, right? Mm-hmm. And the, the more in tune that you become with your, your true nature, I can see that a lot of our women, man, America has been very, very brutal to our women. And so yeah. a lot of our women carry that baggage because... They don't know how to fix that, and they don't know. They, they've never encountered a person where they feel they can trust enough to unload that baggage with them that won't judge them. So they right. carry from relationship to relationship to relationship. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. I like that. I I agree a hundred percent. Like yeah, me too. We we choose sometimes not to identify some of the traumatic experiences from our upbringing and a lot of that carries over into your adolescent stage and your adulthood and if you don't even recognize it or you choose not to recognize it because honestly a lot of us just push it to the back and we just ignore it Mm -hmm. if you choose not to really address it then that's just the beginning of the snowball effect the older you get the more relationships you get into the more experience you get the worst things can can actually turn out because you're not addressing the root cause, just like what Sean said. Yeah, this is true. true. <clears throat> and then a lot of us don't know how to be by ourselves, so we hop from relationship to relationship, not realizing mm. that, you know, if the relationships keep failing, there's a reason why. But if you're not taking inventory after every relationship, the chances are you're going to bring that same relationship, excuse me, those same problems to the next relationship. I.e. baggage. Right. Mm. Okay. 
Well, I got a good question. I think it's a good question anyway. Um, since since we all have this baggage, right, and we don't tend to label the baggage, we just tend to say that it's baggage. So I'm going to label this particular baggage as emotional baggage. How how would you um, deal with, or how did you deal with the emotional baggage that was caused by the last relationship? Like how did how did you deal with it? Did you push it away? Did you, like, get therapy? Did you rationalize what your flaws were? Like, how did you deal with it? Um, I think, I, I, I'm going to speak for me. With me, I typically tend to shut down long before the relationship is over. So, mm. there's a, so by the time it's actually over, a lot of my emotions are already divested. Of course, some relationships mm. linger longer than others, you know, due to the range right. and whatnot. But typically, for me, I'm a little, you know, my, my upbringing raised me to be a little more cold at times, so I just turn it off mm-hmm. way before I get there. So, do you feel like that's a good strategy? Like, if you had to give someone just that one little piece of advice, like, say one of your homeboys came to you and was like, you know, this is the baggage, this is the emotional baggage that they're dealing with, and they're ready to be out, would you tell them like, hey, this is my best technique? <laughs> Distance yourself, be cold with it. (laughs) Get you some Hennessy and move on. Like, what would you tell them? Because, you know, women have emotional, most women, I'm going to speak for myself. I can't speak for others. Correct. Sorry. But um, I'm an emotional person, so I know that emotional baggage is the biggest problem that I would have. And so it would be nice to hear how someone else dealt with it as opposed to how, how I deal with it. All right, we, we're having real talk, so some inevitables yeah. are going to come up. So okay. men and women are different. Women are right. more inclined to their emotions, whereas men are more inclined to their rationale. So to answer right. your question, if one of my homies or somebody like that, if they did come to me, I would probably be a lot more harsh. I'd be like, look, step up, you're a man. You know, nature has made men to be more rational than emotional because historically speaking, men have had to make the tough decisions. You know, men have had to be the hunters and gatherers. And if, if it comes right. to a case where you got to kill or be killed to eat, to eat you, you have no time to be emotional. So over, year, over the years and generations and centuries, we've mm-hmm. become more inclined to our rationale than our emotions. That's what keeps us balanced. And that's why when a man and a woman get together, it creates a perfect balance. So I would absolutely tell a man, get out your emotions. you got to do what you need to do for you because mm-hmm. a man is a leader. And if you're following the right. lead of emotions, then you're you're more touching your feminine side. You're not being you're not leading. You're being led by your emotions. So yeah, you got to snap mm. up out of that. Mm. I, I okay. agree, but I disagree too. But I'm gonna let I'm gonna I'm gonna let Sabrina go to it. I'm gonna just it, so. say Sabrina. She did not just call my government out on the air. I'm so sorry. Oops. Just because she changed Simply. her name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, Simply. while you guys were um, sitting here actually having this wonderful discussion, I was in the back answering the lines, and Sean, Ms. Backman said she wants you to know that she is here to support you, and she wants your 100% best transparency. <laughs> I, I got you, Ms. B. I got her. <laughs> I got She's not playing. She wants the too. truth and nothing but the truth. Yeah, right, so look, let me tell you who she is really quick, right? Okay. So she, she's one of my mentors, real brief, right? 
Mm-hmm. And honestly, she taught me a lot about women. We had a course, and she taught the course. Um, as a matter of fact, it's a relationships course, believe it or not. You guys may need to link up. Ooh. But, um, yeah, she taught me a lot of the stuff about women a lot. So let me just say she's a lot of the stuff you're going to hear came from her. Well, that's yeah. good. That's 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 some good that's some good stuff because you know we're, we're we're really aiming for us to get the male perspective on a lot of these topics because sometimes us women are we rely on our sisters to give us advice when sometimes right. we need the male perspective. I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> that's that's so. true. Okay. Well, so, in my observation, mm-hmm. a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Women, we're trying to give women our male perspective, but a lot of times women don't want to listen because it goes contrary to what they want. Mm. Or yeah. think. I could see that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I could I could definitely see that. So you got a point there. Mm. Okay. Um, so my question to you, because when I came back and you guys were talking about the emotions, if a man is brought up in a household where he's taught to either not identify or express himself or his emotions, then how can we as women begin to understand him if he's still not open to being vulnerable vulnerable enough to share? So it's like we're pulling mm-hmm. teeth. We're trying to comfort. We're trying to help you open up and express yourself because grown all these years not expressing yourself, and it's like, there's no there's no hope sometimes. That's what it feels like. So how can we help you guys become vulnerable and be okay being vulnerable? If we can trust you, we will become uh-huh. we will be vulnerable because we have no one to turn to out here in this world, man. I did an article a while back says that black men have no allies. So if we can trust you, we will eventually mm-hmm. open up to you regardless. It's human nature. Yeah. Okay. So what is your philosophy on trust? Yeah, I do too. That's why I'm asking. What is your philosophy on trusting people? Like, like what does that mean to trust somebody? Mm, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna preface it. I gotta be mm. honest. I'm a little jaded when it comes to trust. Personally, mm. I'm a little oh, very God. jaded. Honestly, it's a lot of men that are jaded. I uh, so like you know. I'm I'm ready for it. I'm prepared. We're all jaded, <laughs> honestly. True. Like I'm, uh, I'm yeah, a big girl, women and I, I'm not. Mm 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 mm. That I don't think so. <laughs> In this day and age, women are not. Uh, women are not because I was gonna say, uh, you know that whole theory that trust game or thing that people they make you do or you know some mm-hmm. psychologists make I you do where the it. person catches you. The person mm-hmm. catches you, you're supposed to fall. Ah, I'm a big girl. I, I don't believe that y'all can catch me. It's a lot of weight to catch. Nope. <laughs> I, I'm a trust that I'm going to hit the floor. That's what I trust. So I'm not oh, going to put myself in a situation where I'm, I, I feel like I'm hurt myself. So no. <laughs> but the, my philosophy on trust is that you have to heal because at some point you realize that trust is not for the other person. Trust is for you. Right. You have to be able to trust somebody. And honestly, the more that you begin to be in touch with who you are as a person, the more you can begin to trust because you understand that energy and frequencies and whatever you're vibrating, whatever frequency you're vibrating on, that's what mm-hmm. you're going to attract nine times out of ten. So if you're vibrating at a higher frequency, 
then the people that you attract will be vibrating at a similar frequency. So that, that's not to say they're going to have the same integrity and character that you have, but at least it kind of helps your selection process. So over time, I trust is earned, not given. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Okay. So you know how we always hear Tasha you sound so like defeated, like <sighs> um, right. you know how we always hear you are what you attract. Um yeah. mm-hmm. I I feel like that is very true and a lot of the times it like I said earlier, it goes back to what you dealt with growing up. So if you were the only child growing up, well, no, if you were the youngest and you had siblings, then you probably were used to not getting as much attention as you may have liked. So when you grow up and you get into a relationship, you may look more for your partner or to your partner for validation or that attention. Just like if you grew up in a household with a lot of verbal abuse or even physical abuse, then you may suffer more so as an adult with anxiety and feeling like you're not enough or feeling like you can't do something right all the time. And I feel like with that, by not, by you not addressing and healing from your growth, healing from your childhood, that itself kind of hinders you from really knowing what you want in a partner because what you are more than likely to attract are people who suffer the same hurt as you, if that makes any sense. Uh, yeah, I'm actually, I'm the youngest. And my, mm-hmm. my experience was the opposite. I was the youngest. I had, uh, I had two sisters and one brother. My brother's deceased now. He's mm-hmm. all right in his face. But uh, it was the opposite. I was a baby. And every sense of the word, <laughs> my parents gave me everything. Wow. Mm. <laughs> so is, that, is that why you're okay with being by yourself? <laughs> I am. That's why you're okay with being dated because you had an excess of attention and now you're like, you know, I'm free. I don't have to, <laughs> I don't got to have all my face crowded. <laughs> That's very interesting. You might be doing something. Huh? I'm alone. You might be doing something. That's very interesting. So, um, well, okay. So, what would you say is your favorite strategy for avoiding tough situations? Because if you're the baby, that everybody's trying to spoil you, and it's very, it, it becomes very difficult to say no mm. to people you care about. So, what is your best strategy for avoiding tough situations? Um, my sister would probably disagree, but. I don't I don't avoid the tough situations. I like to address them head on. You know, there's the person that you were raised, and that's the person that was made, right? And right. Mm-hmm. life made me be the type of person that um, I'm aggressive in situations. I believe that if you don't take control of a situation, it will take control of you. So if there is a tough situation, I like to address it head on so we can get past it and move on to the solution. I address them head on. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't avoid them. Right. Okay. For the most part, I don't avoid them. I address them head on. Okay. So, you know how they say women are are just emotional by nature. Um, how do you think emotional baggage um, could affect a male differently from a female um, when it comes to relationships? Males don't process emotion the same way. 
most males yeah. we shut down, and mm. so instead of dealing with that, we shut down and we start trying to um, pad those insecurities with other women, or whatever may be your vice. But for a lot of men, it's other women. When men get hurt, mm-hmm. they turn they turn into male whores a lot for for yeah. a season anyway. So we we'll have to deal with season. the emotion. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you hit a man enough times, he's gonna learn with a duck. Right. 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 So if he he if he put his heart in the ring and got stomped out, you know he's gonna say, well, guess what? And and unfortunately, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, there are so many women in society who don't require a certain level of commitment. You know what I'm saying? It's right. twenty five yeah. to one right. in most cities, especially for a quality yeah. man. So he doesn't. He could just have his litter and not have to deal with his emotions and keep it on a physical level. Mm. But it will okay, so, okay, so <laughs> Okay, so you found this person. This is hypothetical. This is a question, but it's a hypothetical. You found this person and this person is your the one, right? Or what you think may be the one. Mm-hmm. But now this person is pushing your buttons. They've learned what your buttons are because the trust. And now they're pushing the buttons. So mm. well, how do you handle them pushing the buttons, especially if you, you trusted them enough to tell them about what the buttons are? Like, do you just break it off? Because, see, you sound like you said you're a loner, and the way that you handle situations, I'm a little worried about what your answer is going to be, Jesus. But you right, my feelings is hurt already, and I ain't even the one. <laughs> but I mean, I just feel like women need to hear this. So, because we sometimes, I let me stop saying we, I in past relationships, <laughs> if I'm hurt using that emotional part of me. What comes up comes out, and sometimes what comes out is that button. Mm. And it's not intentionally oh. pushed, but it's pushed. So now, because mm. women need to hear this, like, because what I was told just the other day was that, um, that just because you're with someone doesn't mean that they need to be your everything. So you don't mm-hmm. tell them everything. You know mm-hmm. who you can tell what to and how. So some buttons won't ever get pushed if you're right. that type of person. But there are those I, that you reveal. Okay. Wow, that's a lot to take on. First, <laughs> I agree with the first part. There are some people that I agree with the first part where you said that um, just because you're with somebody don't mean that they're everything. That part I agree with. However, I do feel like if you're with someone, mm-hmm. you should be able to let your guard down. Like, that's, that's, that's lame, honestly. For somebody mm-hmm. to intentionally learn your quirks and your crannies and what makes you you, what makes you tick. You know, what women don't understand by a lot of men, like, most of the time you deal with a lunatic on the low. He just, if you go oh in my. society, right? Well, here's what I'm saying. <laughs> Whoa, he said a lunatic. <laughs> a lunatic. I think it was Carter G. Woodson, right? Carter G. Woodson mm-hmm. says to be a conscious man in this society is to constantly wake up every day in a state of rage, right? So as black men, I don't think our women understand what we go through just being a black man out here in this society. I mean, definitely now, but even prior to now, you know. So a lot of us have man- managed to man- 
maintain our crazy in a sense, like not flipping out. So our women are supposed to be our sanctuary. They're supposed to be a place of peace, love, where we go to the world, where we recharge from the world and go out and tackle the world again. So there can be nothing more cruel than to learn what makes this man tick, to push his buttons, as you say, and then push them. There can be nothing more cruel because out of all the people in the world, he chose to be with you. He chose to share his burdens with you. So for you to desecrate that bond, that's cruel and unusual punishment, man. You know what I'm saying? It is. It is. So now to answer your first question, I'm going to give you two <laughs> Okay. All right. I'm going to give you my personal answer, and I'm going to give you what I think most men. For me, at this stage, certain red flags are, are burning houses for me. I'm um, not going to put up with okay. it. I bounce. I have too much I'm okay. going. I have too much to do in life, and I'm not going to let nobody disturb that. And so, right. but okay. you know, I'm very particular. I'm, I'm very, very particular, regardless. So if I let someone into my intimacy, I'm trusting them with every part of me. Right. Because I, mm-hmm. because I am a loner. Because I am a loner, my woman is typically my best friend while we're in that relationship. She's my best friend. Right. She's my partner. She's the one who I confide in and who I'm trying to build with and everything. Right. right? And she's going to know those parts of me because I'm, I'm, I'm entrusting my, my secrets and feelings and passions with her and vice versa. That's the bond. That's how we create that. So if you're going to mm-hmm. intentionally push my buttons, you're not the one for me. Because that's right. nothing but trouble waiting to happen. Well, not you know necessarily like all the buttons, but just if it happens. She's saying not all the buttons, just one or two here <laughs> like or there. If, if, just, if it happens, like if it just, you know, if it just happens. <laughs> I'm not saying all the buttons. <laughs> yeah. But I get it. I get it. Here's my thing. Women are, women are smart. Most, the average woman is smarter than men. Uh, the average woman thinks seven t- steps ahead of the average man, so they know what they're doing. Right. You know, when a woman says, that's just the way I am. That's, no, well, a lot of men are certain ways, but if they can sacrifice their ways for the good of, of the relationship, you can sacrifice yours too. You know what you're doing. Right. Right. Okay. okay. Well, speaking of knowing what we're doing, we're going to go to a commercial, mm-hmm. and we will actually be back with Angela and um, we'll finish up the second segment, and then at 9 o'clock, we are going to bring Sean back up, and we're going to have our roundtable discussion. You all are listening to The Truth Serum on He Said What Radio. I am your host, Simply Bree, and I have squiggly line, Tasha. question mark, dot, oh. ah, Tasha, right Tasha. Now. Right now. Yeah, for now. Yeah. Um, with me, yeah. if you guys would like to call in and ask questions or leave comments or support, the phone number is 515-602-9647. We will be right back. This is an Ananaka production. Coming soon. Cheating. Creeping. Getting caught. The Liar's Den. Cheating. A Rude Awakening. Written by Ree. How will you handle the truth? Pre 
pre-order your copies at jampublishing.net. Welcome back. You have tuned into the Truth Serum. I am your host, Simply Bree. This is He Said What Radio. And I have my co-host, Tasha. Because I don't know how to introduce (laughs) you. Um, With me. And we also have our guest, Angela. Her name is Angela Roll, not Rolly. Angela (laughs) Roll on the line with us. You were messing it up. Oh, you messing it up. I know. It was that E. It's all good. It's all good. It happens. <laughs> Hi, Angela. How are you? Hey, Miss Tasha. How you doing? I'm good. Yes. So I'm Angela's going to help Glad to us. be here with y'all. Yes, we're glad to have you. Listen, we're going to talk yes. tonight about dealing with past relationship residue. Now, before we went to commercial, yes. um, you guys heard Mr. Sean Sinclair. He was blessing us with the gems, and now... We got Angela in the hot seat, so we're just ready to kick this thing off. I'll let Tasha go first this time. Well, I, I want to uh, interrupt there for one second, just one little small little second. Okay, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I I put out a little contest. I'm not going to call it a little contest. I hate when people do that, when they degrade something by saying it's yes, little. No, it's a but big contest. A, it's a big contest. I put out a contest on Facebook and Instagram for in entrepreneurs, my black people, entrepreneurs to post and share and spread the word about our show. And we have three winners. Um, so yay. I want to take the opportunity, yay, to <laughs> give a shout out to uh, Opinion T, Opinionated Me. That's what it is. Opinionated Me. <laughs> <laughs> just like it sounds, opinionated me. So, and it's a t-shirt company, and they specialize in um, motivational t-shirts and different things like apparel, household goods, and stuff like that that gives motivation and inspiration to uplift people. And it's very, very sporty. You can find them on Instagram at o p i n i o n a t. E-E-D dot me. That's it. Um, so, now, I can get into it. Uh, <laughs> you, you sound like that was a lot, Tasha. It was a lot. It was a lot because I didn't want to mess it up. You know, people care about their brand. You know what I'm saying? You, yes, people care about important. their brand and how, how you spell stuff, how you say stuff, how it's enunciated, mm-hmm. how it's put yeah. out there in the world. I don't want to mess up somebody's thing. You know, that made me nervous. I was nervous. Yeah, I was so. nervous, too, when I was saying Angela's last name. I was like, we just going to add yeah. me. Oh, you know, it's there. So I'm just going to say real we. But, you know, I felt uh, some type of way myself. And it, 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 it ain't even my last name. It's her last name. So, you know. Okay, Miss Angela, we so we so happy to have this female energy because we usually have a bunch of men, and yes. sometimes they be chopping, trying to chop us up into little bitty pieces. Right. So we just I know they do. <laughs> we just need you to you know share a little estrogen. Come on, bring in a little right. a little extra estrogen. You know. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this is what I want to know. Right. Yes. Sean said a duffel bag, like military grade. Like all I can see is camo oh. green with oh, the tag on it. Relationship residue, just a duffel bag. Relationship 
Yes. I was thinking I did hear that. I did hear that, but he was accurate though. Very accurate. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, can we can we make it a little? Can we finesse this thing? Like, can we put it in a Gucci bag? Or bedazzle? You know, can we bedazzle it? Bag? Can, yeah, can we put a little some glitter on it or something? This piece thing. Yeah. We, we could do a little. <laughs> we could do a little Louis Vuitton bag. Yeah. Right. Yes. Look, simply, this is when this is when the he said what comes into play. He said what? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Like, okay. can we can okay, we okay. make our our mess look a little pretty? Just a little. <laughs> okay. Okay. Go ahead, Tasha. All right. So, in the relationship residue, okay, mm-hmm. as a woman, now I I I I had to work on it for myself. So I want to know from your point of view, can you admit when you're wrong? Ooh. Wow, that is very hard. So I've been I've been married to my husband for fourteen years and in the beginning it was absolute no. Like I blamed him for everything. If he didn't dot the I right and cross the T right, it was an issue. And I realized I had to like take a step back while I was pointing that finger. It was three fingers pointing back at me and I had to realize yes, you know, self aware self awareness. You're you're not perfect. You're not all put together. So why are you having this expectation of him mm-hmm. when when you're when you're not even doing your due diligence? And so yeah, right. it was hard as a teenager to acknowledge that I'm in error, that I'm wrong. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's, it's right. easier to just blame somebody else. You know? Mm-hmm. Amen. As Amen. an adult, yes, as a fully grown adult now, I just turned thirty two last Friday. I can admit Ooh, when I. Thank you. Yes. When I'm when I'm in error, I can admit when I need to, you know, pipe down because you know as females we can get a little extra, or when I need mm. to apologize to him. But you know, in the beginning stages, it, it was very difficult. <laughs> it was very mm. difficult, and I I chalked yeah. that up to immaturity. Yes, most definitely. Yes, most definitely. Yeah. I, I mean, can say that too. And that's where the growth comes in. Like, you have to be able to learn from your past situations and take at least something positive out of it. Like, a lot of the times you hear when people get out of a relationship, they just think of everything bad, bad, bad. But it's like, okay, but what did you learn from it? Because if you didn't learn anything from that, then you are just, you're in a world of trouble. Because that means that you're more likely to do it all over again. All over again. Uh, and with the next and person and the next person. Yeah. Yes. And that's why I'm really big on mindset. Um, we, we, have, we as people, we have to shift our mindset from negative to, uh, negative to positive, especially when we're do- dealing with um, the residual effects of a past relationship. You have to really sit down and say, what can I take from this person versus what they took from me you know like they took your peace they took their time but what are the lessons that they gave you like you learn that you have strength now you learn that you know um what you don't want in a man or a woman so you have to you have to look at I know it's hard to do that it's easier said than done but that's the only way to move forward right I'm with you a hundred percent duffel bag and all Mm -hmm. I'm with you Okay, so yeah, I'm like I'm making notes over here. 
Yeah, I really am because I, I'm, I'm going through a growth process with myself. And so, yeah, it was very hard to identify and to say, like, speak out loud when I was right. wrong. And, you know, it was something actually physically paining about saying yeah. that I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just, it was not about, it was like, you know, excuse my French, it was like, fuck your feelings. No, I heard right. for real. I heard for real to say I'm wrong. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. right. Yeah. But um, I definitely feel I think, you on that. <laughs> I, I I think that a lot of things that cause us to not be able to say that we're wrong is because as women we're guarded, and I think mm-hmm. men are guarded too. But I want to know from you is when do you think being guard, guarding yourself or being a guarded person began? Like, was it an age or a situation or? You know, because maybe some people need to know, like, hey, when I hit puberty, I started being guarded or, you know, or I was picked on and I started guarding myself and there, you know, so I thought I was smelling my own shit and I'm okay with it. <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. yeah. you know what I mean? I think it could be um, a combination of things, um, how you were raised. I was raised in a two-parent household, but they were my grandparents. So I didn't have mm-hmm. my mother and father. I didn't have my mother and father together, which is completely different. Did I see what a two-parent household looks like? Absolutely. But it's different than seeing your actual mother and father together. And so right. I became, you know, very guarded because of that, just feeling very, um, you know, abandoned and just feeling mm-hmm. like, you know, they weren't, you know, they weren't, they were definitely physically present. Right. But they, I just felt like they weren't emotionally present for me. And, you know, it wasn't until I got older that I realized that they were dealing with some things of their own. But I definitely feel like it's a combination of, you know, childhood traumas. Like, you don't place emphasis on, you know, what kids are going through and what we're feeding our children and how we're raising our children. It definitely plays a part in how how they develop in their relationships with other people. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm, girl, yes. Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Woo. Had to remove myself real quick. Like, right, right. It's, <laughs> it's so interesting, like, the effect that a childhood can have on a woman, it's mm-hmm. it's very important because, like, for me, I'll, I'll put myself out there. I grew up in a, a two-parent household, and... Mm-hmm. Granted, I had both parents, but I didn't hear a lot of I love you, and I didn't hear a lot of I'm proud of you, and, you know, you're amazing, you're strong. So as an adult, I find myself looking for that validation. Right, right. Even though I know I'm doing good, it's like I still look for someone to tell me that I'm doing good. And, right, you know, right. I recognize that. And that's the first step to recovery, guys. Like, you recognize yeah, yeah. that. And you find yeah. a way to get through it. But another thing yeah. that I have noticed as being a woman, and I'm sure you all can definitely relate, is a lot of the times when we are hurt, when someone hurts us, we don't mm-hmm. want to tell them that they hurt us because we don't want to mm-hmm. see weak. So right. it's like if I say you hurt me, then 
that makes me weak and vulnerable and I don't want to be vulnerable and I don't want anybody to take advantage of me because I'm soft and pink and all this. It's like we go through this whole talking yourself out of a lot of stuff in your mind without in your mind person in your mind like nobody can read your mind but we are we done had the whole conversation we done answered for (laughs) you and everything without giving you the opportunity to really respond and I mean just just this past weekend I had one of those moments where I was talking to this guy and he hurt me and I cried I cried in front of him and I actually said to him you hurt me like, you really hurt me. I am hurt. I'm feeling hurt. Right. And the interesting thing is that afterwards, I felt better. Like, I was good. I was like, yeah. okay, time to go, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, but. I ain't there it's, yet. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just interesting there. because I feel like, like, how I ask Sean, how do men deal with abandonment issues versus women? Or I'm not even sure if I got the ice on that, but. Uh, Angela, how do you think uh, men deal with abandonment issues versus how women deal with it? And we can even go a step further and say daddy issues, you know, when the father's not right. in the household. How do we how do we right. deal with that? He right. he definitely, um, uh, Mr. Sean, definitely touched on that. I think mm-hmm. I think women become, when it comes to abandonment issues, women become more prone to uh emotional emotional right. attachment to men it's like i have to be in this relationship so my dad didn't live in the household with me he was physically present but he wasn't necessarily emotionally present but when right. me and my husband well he was my then boyfriend in high school when we would break mm-hmm. up you know i would find myself just jumping into a relationship with somebody else just to say mm-hmm. that i had a boyfriend person didn't right. mean absolutely nothing to me i couldn't even tell you some of their names right now but it was just mm-hmm. the idea of having that person to say i had that person that emotional attachment Whereas, but you know the crazy thing is, mm-hmm. I'm sorry to interrupt you. It's okay. The crazy thing is that I hear women tell other women that the quickest way to get over a man is Lies. to get under <laughs> another one. That <laughs> She already knew I'm before you finished. I already knew what you were going to say. I know, but, but you know that's what I've is. heard a lot of women say that. Mm-mm, that is so that is? so false. That's a band. That's a band aid. That's um, yeah. I'm going to uh, put a band aid on. I'm not going to uh, try to put some peroxide on. Try to touch mm-hmm. it up a little bit. Kill I'm just going to that thing about to get infected. Exactly. Exactly. And the and the infection is going to happen in your own personal life. You know, you're going to yeah. fall into a, you know, anxiety and depression and all these things. Uh uh-uh. uh. That don't. Right. Not. She said, "Stop it, right, sis." She said, "Like, sis, cut it out." I was like, "I, I know where this is going <laughs> because I because I hear it too. I hear it all the yeah. time, and it's so untrue. Yeah. It's so untrue." Right. Yeah. yeah no. You know, Sean said it. He said you gotta spend time by yourself. You gotta learn yeah. to, to to you gotta learn to enjoy that alone time and discover who you are. He said it. But, but I'm yeah. telling you I'm telling you, it's too many women out here giving out this bad effed up advice about getting over <laughs> one man by getting under another man. Look, and look, I'm just gonna, 
caught up. If you guys out there are listening, if you've ever given someone that advice, please call us, 515-619-647, because we want to know why. Like, why would someone think that that's the solution? Hey, men do it too, though. It really makes no sense. But men yeah, are not as emotionally connected to situations as Correct. women. Correct. They just do it as, as like something to do. It is not yeah. a replacement. For us, it's a replacement. For them, it's something to do as a void for time. It's a sport. Yeah. It's and I sport. think I think I think um men when they're dealing with abandonment issues and stuff, they're not gonna emo- uh, attach emotionally because they miss that they probably you know maybe their mother threw them by the wayside so their attachment comes from the physical standpoint okay i'm just gonna hit it and quit it we're going we're going to do this gonna leave it at that we're not going to talk about no vulnerability we're not going to talk about nobody's past i don't want to hear about your feelings Mm -hmm. let me just do let's do what we got to do and keep it pushing yes that's Mm -hmm. it oh girl you just hit the nail on the head with that one they don't want to hear nothing about your personal life. Just, just no. slide them, slide them things to Fuck the side. <laughs> and let me get this real quick. <laughs> and, and, I, and I got to go out because, you know, my black is burning in the car. <laughs> and so <laughs> I just came through to get this. And, and I, I want to finish my black before I can get to the house. So <laughs> and we like, we like, okay. He came over, though. Let me know when you made it home. Let me know when you made it home. He's like, yeah, sure. Right. So what (laughs) can we do? Okay, so how can we as women, because we're just, we tend to be more vulnerable than men anyways. How can we help men understand how our childhood has affected us and how can they help us? Like, how can we help Mm -hmm. them help us? Um, I think it's about, I think it's about understanding and learning somebody's background. Like I'm big on relationship foundation, like really getting to know somebody. So I feel like if you don't, if you don't, if you don't do that work in the beginning, you have to realize um, people will tell you stuff without telling you stuff. My husband is my husband is not vulnerable at all. Like I have to pull some kind of pull some like pull real hard sometimes to get some stuff out of him. But when I think about it and I go back, he told me he hinted at it a little bit in other ways in the relationship. Exactly, exactly. Right. So I think so. Like we have mm -hmm. to, we definitely have to take our time as people. Um, when we get into relationships, in that relationship foundation and um, get into the relationship to understand um, and to listen. Right. So would you say that that would be like the, studying studying your mate? Oh, absolutely. I, I okay. hands down believe in that. The best piece of advice, one of the best pieces of advice I ever received as a young wife was people that love you will study you. Mm. Yeah, and that's and I feel like that's how you build connections with your significant other. You have to study who you with. Um, that way you know right. what makes them tick, what triggers them. Yeah, you know my husband. Yes. My husband knows, you know, certain things that, you know, if you're just meeting me, you may not know. 
You right, may not right. think it's nothing, but to him, he knows it's something because he studied me. Um, just like being yeah. able to have a conversation with somebody that you love and they can tell in your in your uh, tone or your mannerisms that you're not okay. Your body language is saying that you're not okay, but you're verbally saying that you're okay. Somebody that's studying you, they'll know, they'll be able to pick up right. on that. So. Right, right. Yeah. So we actually have a comment. Um, we're going to bring the caller on, and she wants to state a comment. Mimosa, welcome to the show. Hey. Hello, hello, hello. Good evening. Hello. Good evening. So you so, are live. What's your comment? Yes. Okay, so, no, I have never given the advice for a woman to get under a man. And I'm going to say, oh, boy, that I have not done. Okay. <laughs> oh, what I have not done. However, as women, I do believe that we are always taught to deal with one man at a time. Whereas some men, because not all men are taught this, are taught to deal with multiple women at the same mm-hmm. time. And some relationship experts are actually advising women to do the same thing, sort of like don't put all your eggs in one basket type of uh, Mm -hmm. concept. So that way you're not emotionally tied to the one one person. So if you have man number one who might be your physical enjoyment, then you have man number two, who might be your emotional enjoyment. You might have man number three who has your financial back end. Um, and then, you know, we, we know everyone's not perfect. And like I said, for right. us as women, to keep looking for this one man that has everything. We don't even have everything. So it's right. a matter of, like, what we will accept and what we will not accept when it comes to the behavior and emotions or what we're willing to sacrifice when it comes to a relationship. So that was mm-hmm, you know, right. one comment. Um, my other comment about women and or, or men that don't have both both parents in the relationship and dealing with abandonment issues um, for myself, and I'm going to use like simply reuse herself as an example. For myself, I'll use myself mm-hmm. as an example. I grew up with my mother, uh, my I mean, my grandmother raised me. My mother was present every now and then. My father was present every now and then. So I have become an overachiever mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah. I've become an overachiever. So that way, the accolades. And as I become older, as I became older, I realized that it wasn't necessary. So with age, with, I don't know, with some, with age comes wisdom and recognizing mm-hmm. what it is that you need so you can verbalize that to the individual in the relationship. And if they're unable to give that to you or fulfill you with it, then you need to move the hell on. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what it is. I mean, why stick around if if it's not healthy? Why stick around if you're not learning from it? Or if it's just bringing out an entirely different side of you in a negative way? Right. right. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for that, Mimosa. I appreciate thank it. Thank you very Brought much. Yeah, that was awesome. Wow. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so 
I'll ask you this, um, Angela. When people mention meeting someone who has baggage, why do you think the first source of baggage that people assume is from a previous relationship and not more so from their past, their, you know, mm-hmm. upbringing? Right. That's a that's a really good question. Um, but you know, <clears throat> people people that are important to us have an impact on us, whether we want to admit it or not. The unimportant mm-hmm. people probably not so much, but people that we are in a relationship, absolutely. And I think because relationships are, you know, they're interpersonal. Your relationships with a man or a woman are extremely close, closer than anyone that you'll ever have in your life to me. If you think about, you talk about stuff, you joke about stuff, you laugh, you have sex. You don't necessarily talk to your children how you would talk to a man or a woman. You don't have sex with your parents. I would hope not. Right. So I think our relationship. <laughs> I think a bigger problem. So I think, right. So I think our relationships impact us the most, and therefore it becomes this fallback as to why our life is so messed up, or this is why I have all this baggage because this person has just become such an important, significant part of our life. And that's just, right. that's just natural, you know? Right, right. Yeah. I, I feel that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So what is one of your biggest flaws that you think you rationalize out? I'll say for me, one of my biggest flaws is I feel like because I'm an overly sensitive and an emotional person, when I tell the truth, I it it hurts my feelings that people don't believe me. So I rationalize that out like, you know, people aren't supposed to believe everything you say. It's okay. <laughs> but it's a flaw because re- I, really I really shouldn't care, but I do. So, you know, right. and just being able to accept that I, that I care has been the biggest hurdle. So what is one of the flaws that you have? And I really want to find out from Sean, too, but what is one of the biggest flaws that you have that you kind of rationalize your way through or about? I think um, just off the top of my head right now, I think it would be not being able, if I feel like I'm right, I feel like I'm right. Like I have a hard time um, seeing perspective. Mm. Somebody else's perspective. Like if if I feel like I'm right, there's there's no talking me off the ledge. I'm understanding. I'm compassionate. Yes, but if I feel in my in my heart of hearts that I'm 100% right, I, mm-hmm. I just I have no interest in. It's just like nope, nope. I'm right. I'm right. Nope, nope. And I think that's one of my biggest flaws. Well, I can't. Mm-hmm. I, I can I can't be that way. Mm. At times, at times, not all the time, but Ms. I think that's something that I definitely have to work on. Right. Yeah, Miss Bree, I really want to hear what you got to say. Um, uh, my flaw, mm, yeah. I self sabotage. Mm-hmm. I self sabotage. Uh-uh, wait a minute, don't do that to me. Uh, we got to break. Wait a minute, we are not going to do this in unison. <laughs> you both was like, ooh. Mm. <laughs> but that's a good one, though. It is. Oh. 
is a good one. That is so good. It, it wasn't Very something good. like being bad. It was just yeah, we identified. No. I identified with that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I definitely. I and I understand the root of my self-sabotaging. It relates to my childhood and having mm. abandonment issues. Um, you know, the men that I love were taken away from me either by death or by divorce. And so mm. it's more so not wanting to get close enough and let my guard down to get hurt or get them taken away from me. So I will Got find it. sometimes the littlest thing that is just the smallest flaw and make it a big deal. Um, right. And blow it out of proportion, just enough to push them away so that I don't have enough feelings to keep me there. So, right. yeah, that's, that's what I got going okay. on that I'm definitely working mm. on. Um, <laughs> geez, just put me on the spot, spot I I'm guess. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, because I, I told my truth. I told my yeah, truth. I, yeah, you did. Oh, and I'm okay. proud of you. I did. I'm proud of you. So now what we're going to do, speaking of telling our truth, because I want you to ask Sean, too, is we're going to take a quick okay. break. You guys are listening to the Truth Serum. We're all sipping on the Truth Serum over here. Um, right, right. This is the Truth Serum on He Said What Radio. I am your host, Simply Bree, and I have... Oh, Tasha. Because mm-hmm. oh, I haven't God. decided if I want to be something else. <laughs> yes, you know, we, we're yeah. still deciding. We got Tasha and we have Angela and we will be back with Sean. So you guys um, stay tuned. Don't go nowhere. And if you want to call in, we actually have a caller in the queue as well. So we'll address that person in a second. But if you want to call in, the number is 515-602-9647. And the topic is dealing with past relationship residue. We'll be right back. Are you interested in finding out just what men really think when it comes to the male perspective? Have you found yourself in a situation where his actions just don't make any sense? Well, I have the show for you. Tune in every Tuesday starting at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to He Said What? on Blog Talk Radio, where the host, Simply Bree, invites a different male guest each week to have a real discussion with real questions. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Now this is part three of the yes. Truth Serum. You are tuned into the Truth Serum with myself, Simply Bree. Um and Tasha. Tasha. And Tasha, okay. Tasha. We also have Sean Sinclair and Angela Roll. Not Roly. Angela <laughs> hey, hey. Roll. Okay. Yeah. And the <laughs> We are discussing dealing with past relationship residue. Now, Tasha, go ahead and hit Sean with the question that you hit me and Angela with before break. I will, but let me do this real quick. One second. So you take a breath, Sean. Hold on. Um, Uh During our sweepstakes, we did also pick out another winner. So we'll announce the two for this show, and then next week we'll announce the other two. On today's... um, Winner would be Miss Diane Garner with the Family Jewels Boutique on Facebook, and that's the Family Jewels Boutique. She's an independent paparazzi consultant. All right, awesome. ready, Sean? Okay. 
So are you ready? Hey, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. That's right. Because if you, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. So. <laughs> Unless okay, you're so trying question... to get over somebody by getting under somebody else. Then... Somebody else. Right. Yeah, right, right. listen, I have one time in with that one. <laughs> what you know is true because you probably heard it too. Don't play. You know, a lot of women say that. A lot of women say that. Yeah. I'm just saying, yes. from the South, we say it a lot. Yes. <laughs> it's not just from the South. I heard it in the North, too. Let's not go there. Let's not discriminate, good, good, good. but it's the truth. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. this is the question that I posed to Angela, and I'm going to pose it to you. Okay. What is one of your biggest flaws that you try to rationalize your way through? Um, in a relationship context? Relationship context? Yes, because we're talking about baggage. Relationship resonance, baggage. Um, being unemotional, being emotionally unavailable at times. Mm. Or, or just not being available, period. And I rationalize it, but, you know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just being cold. Oh. Just being cold oh and being um, emotionally unavailable. And I guess it goes back to my trust issues. So mm-hmm. I feel like if I don't put my hat in the ring, I don't have to worry about getting stumped out. See the rationalization right there? I wasn't even trying. Yeah. That's yeah. a good See, one right there. See, look at that. that. It just came right out. What, what comes, oh, what comes out? Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah, look at that. <laughs> See, it goes with that army fatigue garment. <laughs> Drop a hat. A double bag. Double, double bag. Double bag. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Okay. Got the whole outfit. But- <laughs> He'll be talking about shirts next. Who's up for that? Okay, so there was a question that was posed um, by Mimosa during um, towards the end of Sean's session, um, and so she wanted me to present this to the group. What about women who are emotionally detached in relationships? Like, does that oh. affect men in any way? Yeah, he's old. Absolutely. Yeah. How so? That's a big mm-hmm. one. Especially these days. Um, a lot of a lot of women, I don't know all, so I'm gonna say a lot, but a lot of women are so busy chasing the bad, they think that money is everything, money over love. Mm-hmm. This is another conversation, but America has raised us to be a trick culture, right? Whereas mm-hmm. the women say, Okay, well I'm fine, so I, I need to get money or I got a body, so I need to get money. And so these dudes who would never have any man role models, they say, hey, that's what we do. We pay. We pay to play, right? Mm-hmm. So in turn, right. you have all these beautiful, gorgeous women, but they're cold as ice because they only care about the mm-hmm. bag. Right. And so for a man, that affects us because if you're a man looking for true love, you know, you're going to get hit in the head. No, no chance of us about it because she's loyal to the bag, not to her emotions. So she's yeah. gonna be with you, Tyrone, Johnny, Pookie, and everybody else. Pookie, Whoever got the bed, no. Whoever got the bag. <laughs> P- Pookie right. them, Pookie yeah. them, girl. Yes. Yeah, Pookie and Tyrone, yeah, Boo Boo. Tyrone man, them. Man. Oh, oh, she said man, man. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> well, what I was told was that if um, a man doesn't want to date himself, so mm. if just hypothetical. Sean's the no feelings, no emotions guy. He's not going to be drawn to a Seanette, a Shanita, 
a Shanita that's also there's cold a and emotionally. Mm-hmm. Right. There no, is actually, a place, there's a place for it. For it. it is? Keep in mind. Well, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, I said the man is looking for love. Every man isn't looking yeah. for love. Some some men are just right. looking for a good time. And so in that yeah. case, those type of women, you know, they work. Mm-hmm. Okay. In those um, cases. Mm-hmm. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. I say in those, in those cases, those type of women, they work because yeah. there's no emotions. So they, they're not going to be saying, hey, when you're coming over and when you're going to, you know, all that. And just hit right. it and quit it and keep it pushing. Right. So, so they're not going to take those women seriously. Those are not women that they're going to get into a relationship with. That's just, like you say, pay to play. Gotcha. Mm. I agree with all that. <laughs> yeah, Angela. <laughs> I was going to ask you, what, do, what are your thoughts on that? A woman who is unemotionally, um, who is emotionally detached. I I agree with everything that he just said. Women, especially these millennials nowadays, they only want someone with status or somebody with money mm-hmm. or something. You know, they're not they they say they want somebody that, you know, is gonna love them, respect them, protect them and all that stuff, but it shows by the people that they're chasing that that's not what you're looking for. And therefore, you don't really want an emotional attachment if all you're looking for is somebody with a status or somebody with money or whatever materialistic things that they can give you. So I, I, I have, I find no fault in what you just said. <laughs> it's accurate, mm-hmm. ooh, and I ooh, and I ooh. see yeah, it, I see it all the time with, really? with with people that I talk to. It's it's, it's most definitely accurate. Go ahead, chime in, Sean. And guess what? Even that, that's a part of baggage. Because, again, if you take it back to the root cause analysis, one thing Ms. Backman taught me, right, she was like, mm-hmm. um, and I'll never forget it, she said, you guys look at these beautiful women. You see, all you see is the beautiful face, the fat behind, yada, 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 right? She said, mm-hmm. what you don't realize is that for all these beautiful women, by the time they're 15 years old, by statistics, 70% of them have been molested to some degree, right? So now mm-hmm. right. you see this beautiful woman, but to her, her beauty has been her curse mm-hmm. because they may feel as if she wasn't so beautiful, then she may have not gotten touched. So with us, right. you got to get into the psychology of a woman. So even with that, that's baggage. When these women are so cold like right. that, that's baggage. Mm-hmm. Right. That's yeah. baggage. And I, I agree with um, Sean's statement that he said earlier as far as um, all relationships come with some type of baggage. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if right. people, I think if people started realizing that their expectations of a person or a relationship you know, will be limited. They won't think of, you know, perfection in a relationship, and therefore they'll be more willing to work through the trials and the tribulations that all relationships go through because we all we all have some type of something with us, right. you know, something, right. something wrong with all of us. Right. right. I, I, I yeah. agree. Right. I agree. I think um, the biggest thing with the baggage is this, and this is how you can tell, in my opinion, this is how you can tell whether there's something you can deal with. If you're trying to get me to carry your baggage, I got to push on. If right. you are recognizing that we both have baggage and we're going to work through our baggage together, we can work mm-hmm. with that. But don't put your burdens on yeah. me and get mad at me because I don't want to carry them. Right. Right. Facts. Okay. Yeah, I, I got a good question. It. Yeah. I got I got a good question. 
Yeah, so um, I'm not sure how well Angela can answer it, but I'm quite sure she can because I think I heard you mention something about have been before and when you guys separated you dated other people so then I think this kind of applies for you but in general after the last relationship that you had how do you view yourself right before a new relationship or right uh, right before you going into the relationship um, now because Sean has made all these studies in these strides and stuff I want to ask the old. I want to ask the old Sean, not the not the reserved, mature, and intact Sean. I want to know what what Bebe and Pookie them taught you yeah, that we are hearing on the street. Right. I want to hear what what they what we hearing on the street. Like, are you I damaged? Bet. And you are you damaged and needing someone to help you fix it up? Like you say, you going in and we are working on this together. Are you? trying to be stronger, you set that side of tight, you know, I've I've kept to myself, I've been hurt, blah, 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 I don't want to be effing with these broads no more, and I'm going to work on me, (laughs) or uh, are you, like, emotionally trying to heal by, like, dealing with emotions? Like, what what do you do before you are the mature person that you are now, both of you? In the past relationships, before you got married, Angela and Sean, before you became him <laughs> well that well, last first, relationship what you know how, what did you say about yourself before you went into me, the next relationship for me it's kind of hard to answer that because you're right right I got married when I was a teenager and so right. my perspective as a 17 16 year old is different than it is now yeah. but I will say right. back then because I would me and my boyfriend would break up and I would get a new boyfriend, like, I did feel kind of unworthy. Like, I didn't have Mm -hmm. the self-esteem and the self-worth that I, you know, that I developed as I became an adult. So I think that's why I did what I did, you know. Like I said, I can't even remember half of these people, you know, (laughs) what we talked about, you know, anything. So it was just like, I just felt, you know, very unworthy. So it was like, you can, you could just get with anybody. Just go pick somebody out, and, and you'll be fine. And right. in the right. case, so yeah. Okay. Well, uh, women need to hear that, though. Women need to hear that. People need to hear that because they need to know that they don't. That even though you feel that way, you don't have to jump into the next thing. That's why I'm right. So that people right. know that you don't have to feel the way that you feel because the mm-hmm. the the mature us. The four of us at the mature level that we are now, we can philosophize and tell everybody the right way. But exactly. let's tell the people who aren't mature what we had to go through. So be real, uh, Sean. <laughs> Ms. Backman um, is still, still listening. So yeah, she's still oh, she listening. Knows. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, for me, I think most men like I started dealing with women at a very young age. And it, it, the game was the game. I didn't have any emotions. You know, it, it was what it was. I mean, I've always been nice and I've always been kind, but I never allowed myself to get caught up with the emotions because I knew that whatever I was sharing was fleeting because once mm-hmm. she found out about the other women, what we have is done. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I never put my heart in the well, game. Not the, emo- not the emotions part of it. What did you say about yourself before? Like, I'm the baddest mother before, you know, 
did you hype yourself up before you went into another relationship or you was like, I'm flawed? I mean, did you have any negative thoughts before you, when you left that nah. one ex and you went to the next one, you just was like, you know, I, I ain't even thinking about this shit. It, it is what it is. Like, like that, I ain't thinking about it. It is what it is. Mm. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, at certain, again, at certain levels, you attract certain types of women. So I'm mm. like, look, I can get another one like this mm-hmm. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing I want women to realize, right, in America, mm-hmm. and this is, this is the reason why a lot of men date the way that they date. For us, it's always been more women than men. We've always had five to ten. If you was right. a successful guy, even marginally successful, you got, I mean, think about it. Everybody know who Beetlejuice is? The dude, the little yeah. dark skin dude. Yeah, the little yeah. dude. Yeah. Yo, Beetlejuice got two or three women. You see him? So, yeah. historically, it's always been like, Dudes can have other women. They can't correction. Dudes can have other women. So okay. we're not really tripping over that one until you get older and you want something real. Right. You don't realize the problem is you. Right. So nah, I ain't like, man, I gotta re- I gotta to us that was some that was some female stuff. Oh man, what you yeah. want before? You better get on top of another one, keep it pushing. Only when See? you get a little older and you want something there, there real and sustaining. Go. See, there it is. Get out of his own yeah. mouth. I knew it was going to come around, damn it. I knew it was going to come around. He told me a long time ago. He said, man, what you over there tripping for, man? You better get over her. He said, you know how to get over one? Get on top of another one. Boom! <laughs> <Hell, laughs> and the truth is revealed. <laughs> but, but, oh. but, but, that's a flawed, that's a flawed ideology. That's a flawed ideology. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a flawed ideology. Yeah. But, yeah, younger version. I didn't worry about that because I had too much other stuff going on. I'm like, yo, they coming down a dozen. Right. Yeah, my grandma used to say that if by the time you close your mouth to hold your breath, another one is already in front of your face. Fact. Mm. <laughs> now, when you get a little more mature, you start realizing the different quality. Like every, you know, it's quality over quantity. But yeah, right, the younger me, right. I didn't see that, I, and I didn't take time to take inventory of myself. I didn't think right. I was a problem. Okay. Right. Ooh. You know, the the thing that we tend, as women, we tend to come across a lot is when we get with a guy. Like, let's say you're a good woman, um, you're an entrepreneur, you take care of your family. Um, you know, you got a good head on your shoulders. You're beautiful. You got a lot of good stuff going for yourself. It sometimes mm-hmm. feels like men don't want that. Like, certain yeah. guys, they don't want that. Like, I literally had to say Boys. to somebody over the weekend, if I was one of these chicks that's out here dogging dudes, shitting on yeah. them, straight dissing them, being disrespectful, oh, right. I'd be married. I'd be married by now. Like, yeah. but you have the positive yeah, the women. Who? Yeah, I'd. I, I'd, I'd probably be married to some type of simp or something, but um, <laughs> I would definitely be wiped up. Like, I wouldn't be single. But when you have yeah. the women who are, like, just looking for someone who matches their qualities, someone who has their head on their shoulders and is not about the games, it seems like that's the hardest type of person to come across without, without No, let me tell you. No, let me tell you, yo, the the worst advice ever given to me was, and I know a lot of women give it to other women, is the reason why you don't have a man is because you're too independent and you need to dumb down. 
Oh no! I was like, dumb down. What? What the hell is that? <laughs> who? Who me? Because I mean, I'm I'm like I, I call myself a crossbreed, you know, because I'm like tomboy meets girl. <laughs> I like mm-hmm. cars and I like to paint and do drywall and get my hands dirty and get under the hood, but I still want to put on eyeliner, lipstick, and wear a weave. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, I like basketball, but I want to wear heels to the game, like that kind of shit. <laughs> right. So, yeah. But then it's like you get with, but then I, I, I started feeling like maybe it was true because the guys that I was attracting, they was like initially interested or drawn to me because I'm not ugly. It's just that when I started showing the what quote unquote masculine side, it was too much. It was like, mm-hmm. oh shit, she could change an alternator. Now nah, I don't need to be with her. She she don't need me. She don't, yeah, she don't that need wouldn't me. be me. I'd be like, bet you can send me some money in these repairs. Listen, I'm a house mechanic. No, no. As a matter of fact, the the guy that I'm that that I'm truly interested in now. He he does not believe that women should do certain things, mm, like mm, put up mm. brow wall and I mean it, not with not <laughs> with okay, your I man, not not with your man. <laughs> like if I wanted to call simply and and Angela and mm-hmm. we came over here and we did it ourselves, he he like cool. You know how to do that, but. If I say, let me help you with your joint at your house, he's like, no, nah, I'm going to call my guys in there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a no for me, dog. I'll be like, bet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, what tools yeah. you need? Right. right I got right, you, baby. Right, I'm going right. to Home Depot right now. Right, right. now. Right. What size is that? Yeah. Right. I, I may even so, bring yeah. you a smoothie back, too. Listen. Yeah. So yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But I'm telling you, that's the truth. It's like, so I had to come become okay with me. That's that stuff that Sean was talking about, where you learn to be by yourself and you learn the parts of you that you enjoy the most and the things that you're just not willing to tolerate in the next relationship. That that eliminates a lot of bullshit right off the back, like. Right. You know what? If you don't like True. the fact that I can put down hardwood floors, fuck you. In relationships, you got in a real big problem. I think that for men and women both, stop trying to change people who, who you want them to be. Allow right. them to be themselves, and then you observe them and get to know them, and then you can make a decision on whether or not you like the true them. Because if yeah. you keep whittling a person down and trying to put them to be what you want them to be, Sooner or later, they're gonna wake up and realize that's not their true self, and now you're gonna have another problem yeah. on your hands. Right, right. that's what Angela was saying. You, you loving yeah. a false person too, and 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 what's the point in in falling in love with a, with somebody that's not real? Right, exactly. that's what you were saying, Angela, about um that that re- relationship foundation, the studying the person. Yeah. You you know mm-hmm. people that you said, and I wrote it down because it was a very good quote. You said that. People that love you will study you, and so absolutely when they're when they're in the process of reading your book, whatever that Angela book is, and they get to that part that that 
that triggers them, they gonna pull out that highlighter and be like, "Yeah, this right here, that sound like me." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that sound like what I like yeah. right there. So you know, let me keep turning these pages, and maybe the the ending of the book uh, uh, add me in it. You know, I might be right. in the ending. Let's see where this goes. So right. that's that, that's where you find out when you go through this growth. You know, but I think people needed to hear the the stuff before the growth. Right. I think there's a lot. I, I want to go back to what you said. I'm sorry if, if, if I can. Um, yeah. You were saying you were saying about guys. You said you know you're independent, and you said you're still single. But if you were a thought, for lack of a better word, you would oh, yeah, wife up, right? Yeah. Yep. Mhm. Mhm. Um, I don't. I don't think that that's true. Again, you got to realize. Okay, you anybody familiar with vampires? Like I'm, I'm kind of nervous mm-hmm. a little, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so a yeah. vampire culture. <laughs> They they say yeah. you have to let them in, right? A vampire just mm-hmm. can't yeah. come into your home. You gotta let them in, right? Correct. So right. at the same time, women who get wiped up, look at what you're getting. If that man is attracted to you while you're out there thotting and botting, it's probably because he's a male thought and he, he knows right. that you're gonna hold him to a lower standard because mm-hmm. you operate at a lower exactly. standard, hypothetically speaking. Right. And so right to the women out there who are, you know, who have the integrity, who know how to take care of a home and so on and so forth. Don't just settle. Keep your standard high. You know, mm-hmm. you could walk out. You could walk outside on the ground right now and pick up a rock, but you're gonna have to dig deep to find a diamond. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah. in a society of rocks, be okay with being a diamond and understand you're gonna get chosen one day. Mm. Right. Rocks had the rocks. Right. Absolutely. And you know, a friend of mine that that was very good. I like that. Yes, I, 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 I'm through with it. I wrote I wrote that it. down. I look, I'm 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 ta- I'm kick taking rocks. notes, sir. Yeah, kick rocks and chew glass. Shit. But anyway, yeah, people um, kick rocks. What? Yeah, people do kick rocks now. But they cherish so, diamonds. They do. They better. They value the oh, lot. There you go. But my friend, my friend, um, she used to tell me because I used to complain a lot. Um, no lie. I, I'm going to be honest and vulnerable here. Mm-hmm. I used to complain a lot. I, you know, I go to the gas station and I'm like, man, I feel good about myself. I'm cute. I smell good. All that, you know, all that high glorified egoness that I was carrying around. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. I, I look over and I'm like Betty Boop here with her two, two short pants on looking like she just rolled out of the bed with the pink fluffy house shoes on and the do-rag <laughs> got a man. And she pregnant. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait. <laughs> How does she get a man and she pregnant? Like, here I am wanting kids forever, ever, and I ain't even got a man. But I look 12 times better than her, mm-hmm. and I ain't got shit to prove for it. You know, that's that's the way I used to think. Until my girlfriend totally bust me out. What she said was, you don't want the type of man that likes her. Mm-hmm. Y'all not on the exactly. same level. Mm-hmm. Y'all not on the same level. So if you want to stoop to her level, if you want to get to her level or be on her level, then that's the kind of man that you. But you're not okay with dating that type of man. So right. don't worry about it. Right. right. So I was like, oh, oh, okay, all right. I I, I got that. It kind of resonated in me. I was like, facts because yeah. I'm not wearing no do rag and no bonnet to no grocery store, and and the shorts <laughs> I wear are clean. And they don't have holes in it. And she looked like she sank. And you're like, what? Oh, my God. How? <laughs> you know what? I'm just, okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, it's a, it's a, on it's that a, note. Beyonce and Rihanna. 
Right. There you go. See, he, he, but listen, we're going to have to have you back up here because you, you're starting all over again. Okay. <laughs> well, let's just, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up because, again, close to that time. Right. But before we go, right. I first want to say thank you both for being guests on this show. This is the Truth Storm. You. you guys got Sean Sinclair and thank Angela Roll. And right. I, I just let the people know where can they find you in, you know, just. just do it really quickly, but let them know what you got going on as well. And we'll start with Sean. Uh, thank you. First of all, thank you, ladies, for having me. I enjoy it myself. It's always been a pleasure. You can find me on IG at I am Sean Sinclair. That's S H A U N S I N C L A I R. I am Sean Sinclair on pretty much all the platforms. Or you can always go okay. to my website and get one of those blazing books at pen to pen publishing.com. P E N, the number two. P N again. Publishing.com. Yes. Okay. And Angela? Nice. Thank you. Uh, you can find me at Love Inspiry. That's L O V E I N S P I R Y on all social media platforms uh, Facebook, Instagram. And this is what I do I talk about relationships. So check me out. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Thank you, Angela. Well, as yeah. I stated, this is the True Storm. I am your host, Simply Bree, and I got Tasha. Tasha. Yes. So you guys make sure you check us out every Wednesday from 8 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Next week's show, the topic is going to be husband slash wife versus baby father slash baby mother with your guest, mm-hmm. the hip-hop author, Shelby Paris and Jimmy. So to find out more information about that show, as well as all of our other shows, you can visit www.simplybree.com. Make sure you sign up for the text reminders so that we can let you know, hey, we got a show in 24 hours. Hey, there's a show starting in one hour. So make sure you go to the website. Um, I'm at underscore simplybree underscore on Instagram. And Tasha? I'm at no underscore one Underscore you know, so no one can know on Instagram.